check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. All right, here we go. Episode 233, Public Records Law. We have a fast-approaching, well, at least I have a fast-approaching hurricane headed uh, towards me within probably, I think it's uh, somewhere within a couple of hours. And uh, it's currently at a Category 1. So that's uh, anything over 74 miles an hour. I believe they clocked it in at 75. But here we are, transmitting high above a Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. And uh, you are listening to Alpha Mike. Today's episode 233, Public Records Law. We're going to discuss real quick, but what is the phenomenon with this? And where has law enforcement dropped the ball? That much more. How do you get in contact with us? RaiderCop.com. You can hear all our episodes from 1 to all the way to 232. That's a lot of listening. And RaiderCopNation.com, our, our official website, where you can get more information about us. All right, social media. There's These are the platforms that we're really going to start concentrating on. Our Facebook page, which you can find us there at Raider Cop Nation or Raider Cop Podcast. I'm not really sure right now. But one of those two. The Instagram page, Raider Cop Podcast. MeWe, Raider Cop or Raider Cop Podcast. And Parlor, Raider Cop. And the reason uh, we're concentrating on those, the other ones just have not uh, met the match. They're slow rolling. Some of them have epic issues. And some, it's not trolling, but it's like it's just spitting out of control. No one's really paying attention. And uh, people just post things and nobody's really reading it. And I just... A lot of them have not caught on. There's not much of an explanation. Now, the other ones, we're not going to bring down like uh, uh, Gab and uh, I can't even remember the name of them. That's the impact of it. Whipkin. We're not going to bring those down. We're going we're gonna to leave them there. But we're concentrating on these specifically. And uh, because they show the most potential. We're going to continue to stay away from Twitter and all that other garbage out there. LinkedIn, they continue to have communist influence and we're not having it. And another element that we're going to start concentrating on a lot more is our YouTube. So back a couple of years ago, I put down that I was going to do a Raider Cop TV. And that would come out in the summer of 2021. Well, here we are in the summer of 2021. And no TV. No TV because of coronavirus. No TV because 
uh, it has a lot of funding that it needs because of data space and recording and so forth. But that's not really the issue. I'm concentrating on the efforts of the podcast, and we are slowly moving into that. I don't like YouTube. In fact, I think our, our program was supposed to be you. Uh, YouTube Raider TV or something like that. And uh, again, YouTube has also proven to be a communist influencer. And so we're not interested in uh, moving that forward right now. But eventually we will and we're starting our efforts. And we also also have uh, Rumble, but you know, it's you can find us there, Raider Cop, but we we haven't uh, done a business plan or anything on that as of yet. All right, so now we got that out of the way. Of course, we are a little pressed for time because we have a Category One hurricane heading our direction, but I'm not going to do the lineup. We kind of changed things. Just slightly, not much is the change with the 4th of July special that we did on Sunday. But everything else has remained the same and it should remain the same for the month of July. So with that being said, it's time to get depressed because me and you are going to journey in to living in the Bolshevik states of woke. first story takes us to Uncle Joe as he marks an anniversary of January 6th. As always, never let a good tragedy go to waste. They are just milking January 6th for everything they can, making a mountain out of a small little pebble. They continue to press on with the narrative of January 6th. This article takes us to political. The Communist Manifesto basically reads, This was not dissent. It was disorder. Barden, Barden, Biden marks six months of anniversary of Capitol attack. Joe Biden on Tuesday encouraged Americans to stand up to the lies that led to the deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol and called for bipartisan efforts to investigate what happened on January 6th. Yes, folks, never leave a good tragedy to waste milk and milk and milk. Our second story takes us to what the majority of Americans are saying Joe, Uncle Joe, they don't believe is calling the shots at the White House. That's right. It's kind of hard to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. But a recent poll 
has indicated as such. A new poll released yesterday by the Conventions of States Actions in Partnership with the Tarafargar Group surveyed 1,000 likely voters on a number of topics. One of them was whether Biden is fully executing the duties of his office. 56.5% of Americans voters do not believe that President Biden is fully executing those duties of his office, while 36.4 believe he is directly uh, directly all policies and agenda. 31.7% of Democrats voted do not believe that President Biden, Biden is fully executing those duties. So 31% of his own party don't even believe this bullshit. So 56.5% of Americans, they're, 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 they're calling bullshit. That's it. That's it. They're throwing in a towel. So, And our last story takes us to Chicago, the windy city, where a alderman in the city of Chicago slams the mayor for the July 4th issues that have occurred and calling it a war zone, the city, is it goes from bad to worse. And here, after more than 100 people were shot over the July 4th weekend in Chicago, Alderman Anthony Napolitano explained what's going on in Chicago in, in a way you seldom if ever hear a politician do. Napolitano, an independent who was a former fireman and policeman, who, boy, they should hate him, who uh, had this to say about what's going on in Chicago. Napolitano is one of only four independents on the Chicago 50-seat city council, with the other 46 being held by Democrats. Yep, you got it. They're in charge. Mayhem and chaos. Napolitano said Lightfoot, that's the mayor, claims that guns were the problem is pure nonsense. He then went on to note that the area around surrounding Chicago, where where are these guns supposedly coming from? That's what Napolitano's asking. So he's asking Lightfoot that she's a little light in the loafers that the excuse of guns is doing all, all these things, not people. He's asking, well, where are the guns coming from? So, as always, we're going to close this out. we got to make you a happier, brighter, and more intelligent audience. So we're going to give you the joke of the week. All right, so this week we've got two jokes. And, uh, again, don't, don't start turning on me. I didn't write them. I'm just reading them. You like my disclaimers? Yeah, I got mine too. All right, joke number one. Why should the number 288 never be mentioned? It's too gross. And the second one, if you enjoyed the first one, why was the math book so sad? Because it had so many problems. Well, we give it a try you want to cheer up fine if you want to be more miserable that's up to you 
But I know something that should give you enthusiasm, and that is the word of the week. And we're going to read that to you now. From the book of Galatians 5.13, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. You can hear more about the AWOL series, and that's the Word of God, by going to RadarCopNation.com, and there's a section on there on the upcoming shows the uh, banner will drop down, says AWOL. Just click on that, and you can hear a lot of those series. But what a pleasure it is to serve the living God. All right, episode 233 is ahead of us. We're talking about public records lore. It is a small episode, but what we are mostly going to concentrate on today is what is all the hoopla about with public records and why such an interest. Now, there are many shortcomings, and we'll explain that. We're going to roll up the small, the short bus. We're going to get started on the main topic. On some other program notes, just before we get to the small buses, they're pulling up. Clowns are getting ready. Milo is... Uh, my co-host, uh, he has made the logo. He's on there now. He's actually looking at me because I called his name, so he's trying to wonder what the hell did I do now. And he is on, he is fashionable on the new logo we painted him in. And um, going to be doing a couple, couple of revisions on podcasting, and I kind of mentioned it last time, which is uh, two episodes uh of a specific topic or agenda. For example, Wise Guys will be twice a month, Firearms twice a month, uh, Roll Call, which deals with the day-to-day operations of law enforcement twice a month and so forth. And so we'll have a a platform that uh, they will always precede each other, the two shows. So if you're doing Wise Guys... It'd be Davy Jones' locker. When you hear one, the next, the following podcast or episode will also be about wise guy yeah and uh, so a little bit more consistent helping out our audience because not everybody wants to hear this i want to hear that everybody's got a tantrum i be a pirate what they want to hear and but uh we we have a lot of topics but uh, we have to organize a little bit and that's what we're doing so you can look out for that we're gonna make uh the Lineup is going to be, as I said, and then the actual format of the podcast is going to be a little bit more entertaining as we go through the podcast. We're still doing about the same amount of time, 30, 45 minutes. Shiver me timbers. And um, we thank you for being a part of this podcast. And uh, all right, Clown said they're ready. So they're ready. We're ready. So let's go.
Public Record Lore, episode 233, you, you won't believe it, but I actually recorded almost uh, 75% of the episode. Then I looked up at the screen and I said, how come I don't see the red squiggly lines? Well, I'll tell you why. I forgot to hit record. Part of old age and when you're in a hurry because there's a hurricane coming down your neck and you don't want to lose power you kind of forget things. But here we are. So let's break this down as fast as we can. What is a public records law? It's those processes or paperwork or videotape that government will archive, store, save historical documents. You might want to call them. Some agencies might want to call them. And that the public has the right to access those informations as long as they're not ongoing investigation of some type or a security issue behind the information you're asking. Like, please send me the file of all your undercover operatives immediately. Well, you're not going to get one because once you put that in the public forum, then you don't have any undercover operatives anymore. So that answers that. So, who wants public records laws? Well, the people that want them is the citizen. He has access to it. He has transparency. And the law has said that they should have quite a, a, a full amount of information. Now, of course, some things are off limits, like ongoing investigations and that's obvious why you can't get it because the information is still sealed because of an investigation but the public has a lot of transparency in this so that's a good thing but now who's the public let's identify the public well american citizens all right check got that we're good with that and uh can an illegal alien ask for public information look nah but the truth is yes you see, because the majority of the states have written their public records laws that you can ask for the information anonymously. I have to divulge who you are. You haven't done anything wrong. You're, you're a citizen of the free world. So anybody can pretty much pick this information up. So what should citizens demand? Because... We looked at this law and we analyzed it and we came up with the conclusion it's a good law. Citizens should know this information. For so many, many years, law enforcement agencies were in the dark on how much these employees were making and how much were the budgets and what they were spending on and so forth. So public records laws opened up the books to all these mysteries, and it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. You're dealing with the public, you shouldn't be hiding any information. So, citizens should demand a better presentation for public records law. Let me explain. 
let, let me let my co-host out of the <laughs> studio. Get out. It's not easy having a dog as a co-host. So the the issue for a lot of agencies is the time it takes to compile what the citizen wants and how many citizens want documents and how many people are working on these documents. So a lot of agencies, and I'm talking about pretty large ones too, have probably one record specialist. So that's another problem that as the legislation in a lot of these states created these public records laws, police agencies and correctional agencies never really addressed this on their budgets as asking for the funding to do this stuff, right? And they do things kind of on the cheap. You know, we're still working with our hands, looking for files and boxes and stuff like that when it should be all computerized. So it becomes much more efficient. Now you have these modern agencies that everything is is put on the cloud and all that. Bravo, bravo. So they get their things done a lot faster. But it hasn't been like that across all agencies. Now today I want to talk about the mystery people. They make a lot of money. They make a lot of important decisions. They drink coffee and they do little to no work. But according to them, if it wasn't for them, these agencies would all be closed down. And who are they? Well, they're the lawyer that works for these law enforcement agencies. Many agencies have a lawyer or several lawyers on staff making a lot of money to give counsel to the chief, the administration on certain issues, and they always seem to be busy. And of course, what they're really doing is just looking at the last paragraph of all case law, where they look at the conclusion of everything and then just write a quick email, not even a memo, that takes too long. And uh, lunch? Yeah, okay. And they're gone. So, on these public record request laws, how much better would these agencies be if these lawyers were actually training? There's There's a concept. Let me repeat that again. Training. And for the guy in the back row that didn't hear me, training staff on public records laws, how it works, why it works, what other rules and regulations to it, time frames, and penalties. Putting that together and really emphasizing that within the structure of the agency would make for a more professional agency. Now, in front of me, I have a long list of about 30 or so um, public auditors. They call themselves on YouTube. They have their television shows, and they're out there doing their thing. 
And, of course, they've got to create drama, excitement. Uh, they'll request the information through the website and then show up on the day that it's due with cameras and rolling and demanding and banging on people's windows and desks. Where's my forms that you owe me? But one thing, this list that I compiled, there are about 30 of them, so I'm not going to read them all their names because um, I'm not doing their advertising for them. But some of them are the San Joaquin Valley Transparency, Long Island Audit, The Real News Network, My Rights Don't Fold, Rango Monkey, uh, The Armed Fisherman, Johnny Five O, Lincoln Square, The Day, The Shark, yeah, you're starting to get the point of what I'm talking about. SGV News First. And basically, all these things have the same format. Now, as a law enforcement former trainer, when I see everybody doing almost exactly the same thing, that gives me a good clue that this is formal training. Let me explain so I used to be a firearms instructor. So if you see everybody on the firearms line shooting in an isosceles-style shooting stance, that would give you a good indication to say, hey, they got some formal training. Well, I see all these YouTubers. They all got the same play, and they all got the same stance. So... They've got some type of formal training. Now, later on in some other episodes, we'll get to who might be financing this stuff. I don't know about you, but I had to work a whole lot. I sweat real difficulty my career so I could retire and sit at home. A lot of these guys I'm seeing on these YouTube are in their 20s, 30s. Must be good. Somebody must be taking care of you. I don't know how that works. But anyway, more on that in the future. We're not going to get into that right away. So on a lot of these video feeds, what you see is that the public employee either knows his stuff, handles himself, himself or herself very professionally, or a complete train wreck. Now, most of them are complete train wrecks. And it's, again, the agency not paying attention, not really caring that they look like a bunch of numbskulls on YouTube. They don't, the chief, what's a YouTube? What is that? What do they do? They don't get it. Okay? So there's an advertising campaign on these agencies showing that your agency is run by a bunch of boobs. So the emphasis is always missing from the top. The top has to be more engaged. In the month of August, I'm going to do a, an episode on the relationship between subordinate, superior, and agency. All three of them have a relationship that they must have, subordinate, superior, and agency. And we're going to discuss that 
because in a lot of things that you see mishappings on television or YouTube is because that relationship somehow has broken down somewhere along the line. A subordinate running wild, supervisors nowhere to be found, there's no guidance, or the subordinate was wrong, the supervisor covers, but they don't report it to the agency, so there's a break in that relationship chain. And you kind of see some of that in some of these videos. A lot of uh, talking on phones, trying to get somebody to deal with it. Nobody wants to deal with it. And this poor employee just sweating pickles, trying to figure out what to say and what to do. So our response is simple. These agencies that have legal representation on staff need to formulate a presentation for in-service training to all employees dealing or having direct contact with the public with regards to public records requests. Simple. Simple. So let's say your agency has 500 people and 100 of them go to training every year. Good, it'll take you five years and you have everybody trained, you know, for a 40-hour mandatory course. So it, it has to happen. This is a and a lot of these chiefs plan. need to be a little bit more proactive with what these legislations are being pushed forward and putting demands on them. You just can't put a clerk in charge of it. you got to put more. You know, th this is what they do. They'll put like a commanding officer and they'll put one clerk. The next stop yeah. is Fulton yeah. Street. Stand clear of the closing yeah. doors, please. It's, it's absurd. It's just freaking ridiculous. Make it out of the section that handles all property, all evidence, all whatever. And then that person works there. They have a chain and a link. But that's another story. So much more emphasis. Remember, it has to be a relationship between the subordinate supervisor and the department or agency itself. If not, we have mishaps. So what is the link between all these YouTubers? We're not really sure. But I think if we had access of personal bank accounts and we kind of would see how they got funded, we might see some sinister people behind their efforts. I can't believe you're just doing this for fun. Now, I'm not saying there isn't. There's always there's always that retard that just follows everybody else. He doesn't know that they're getting paid. But they have a format, and it's incumbent upon law enforcement agencies in this country to stop playing catch-up and start playing hardball, study what they're doing, come up with a concept to counter it, and get ready for the next encounter. Don't sleep behind the wheel. And that's what a lot of these agencies are doing. We're going to have to cut this one short because I got a Category 1 hurricane coming after me. And that consists of anything of 
74 miles an hour winds and uh, higher. So you might ex understand why I'm a little bit in a rush. But as you know, we will continue to bring out that content and to give uh, to you. Up next, we have the Black Brothers, part of the Lucasia crime family, episode 234. And that will be covering the Wise Guy series. And we're going to be talking about the Black Brothers Falco, or three of them. They were part of a bigger issue with the Lucchese crime family. And we'll have that on uh, next, next, next episode. As always, don't forget, if you're looking to get your gun fixed, you know who to contact. Pistol Pete the Gunsmith down in Miami. The information's on the on the show notes. And of course, you want to get gun training, firearms training in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area. Kilos here is your guy. You're looking for somebody in Florida. Give me a call. You can look me up on RaiderCopNation.com. And um, we'll see what we can do to help you out. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, your law enforcement agencies that serve you, and most importantly, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.